0: Last week, I was at the funeral of Betty Judson, Leah Shalom. Betty Judson is the mother of one of my dearest teachers and advisors at Hebrew College. Now, Betty Judson was a force. She raised five children after her husband died young. Unexpectedly, she turned her life around and did everything for her children. Each one of her children spoke, one more lovingly than the next, about how she was the hero of their life. And you have five children, and one of them may not say something like that, but each and every one of them, the values that she passed down to them of family. She was the best man at her son's wedding, and she taught each of her children, um, as described by them, to see the divine spark in each and every person. All the while, she had an incredibly biting wit and sense of humor. Now, beyond all of this, they mentioned that Betty was a fashion icon. Whatever the occasion, she had the outfit, and she loved to shop. When she became sick over the last year, her family developed this code to prompt her memory. They would say, Calvin she would say Klein. (laughs) They would say Ralph, she would say... They would say Bergdorf, she would say... These were all Jews, incidentally, (laughs) I don't know why. The last week of her life, she couldn't respond anymore. And they knew it was time to say goodbye. Here we are this week in Shabbat Zachor the Shabbat of remembering where we were commanded to re-etch, to re-sear the memory of Amalek and senseless evil into our minds. Don't forget, I don't know if any of us really need a reminder of senseless evil right now. But luckily, there's another remembrance. Parshat Titzaveh, the parsha we're reading, that is accompanied this with, uh, with Zachor. Parsha Titzaveh gives us another kind of reminder embedded in the Parsha. A reminder to love, a reminder of the heart. In Titzaveh, we retrace the pattern of a different style of remembering. Literally a different style, because this is a sartorial form of memory. You might call it mnemonic fashion. So we've all heard of a Scottish tartan. You know, you wear your clan on your kilt, or the Irish cable knit from a fishing family. We know from crests and insignias, and of course from superheroes who have their emblem emblazoned on their chest. We may also know of Ralph Lauren shirts that have like polo players on them. (laughs) And I remember growing up that my mother used to make sure I didn't wear clothing with insignias. She said, you're not going to give them free advertising. (laughs) (laughs) But the original crest, moniker if you will, belonged to Aaron, the high priest. And what an outfit. Bling! colors, the richest, deepest colors, textures, the sheer weight of the costume, the uniform. You know, I dream about this costume. I want to imagine that they might have a Met Gala themed with high priest fashion and all of the big, you know, uh, Bergdorf, good one. Um, But I don't shop there, I just needed to clarify that. But actually, if you Google online images of the high priest's duds, it's pretty bland. They, they haven't captured it, so we want it, it's better in our imagination, and it was much better back then. But this year, as I was actually flying out to Nebraska, and I was spending time with the Parsha, there were two elements of the uniform that leapt out at me this year. The ephod, and the Choshen Mishpat. So the ephod, which is, it's like a vest, it's kind of like an apron, but like a haute couture apron, with shoulder pads, or epaulets, and there were two stones. It was a carnelian, amber-like stone embedded on each shoulder, This one here on the left had the name of six of the tribes engraved. And this one on the right had the names of the other six tribes engraved. They were surrounded and encased by gold. He wore this. And these names, these stones were told in the Torah, they are zikaron. They serve as a reminder. The Cohen gadol the high priest carries the community literally on his shoulders. I imagine wearing this garment. I imagine it's heavy like an x-ray an x-ray apron but elegantly woven. There's fabric between the stones and skin so you don't feel it directly but you can reach up as a reminder and touch the face of each stone feel the coolness of it and the braille-like engraving of each family and tribe. He's carrying all of us on his shoulders. Like a parent carrying a young child to keep the child safe, says the Hasidic 18th century Rebbe, the Be'er Maim Chaim. But like a parent carrying a child, this weight is heavy. The danger of falling and of dropping this precious cargo of the entire community is real. We're carrying the world on our shoulders. Which is linked to the second zikaron, the second reminder to love. So we have the apron, we've got our shoulder, this, gems, now the choshen mishpat, which is the breastplate of decision. Now this I actually made one many years ago it was it didn't come out well but it was so the breastplate of decision has rows of gems each more precious than the next than the last and has the name of each tribe here we have six tribes written on each one here each tribe gets its own precious gemstone and it's written maybe even in a different font uh, on each of the stones this Koshen mishpat, this breastplate of decision, it lives over the heart of the Kohen Gadol, of the high priest. It rests on his heart. And in the Midrashic imagination, the gems and the names, they make up a colorful map of his heart. And each gem lights up. Whenever Aaron is considering a decision about one of the tribes, that tribe lights up. I think of it like, there was a toy called Simon from the 1980s, that one, or, or like an old school telephone operator with a light board and just, you know. <laughs> He's wearing the breastplate of decision on his heart as he enters the most sacred place. And as this is always on him as a zikaron. It's always said, this choshen mishpat is the zikaron. It's the remembrance as he stands before God. This vestment reminds first the one who sees it, God, of the relationship with the people. But more importantly, it reminds the one wearing it, the high priest, that before he takes any action that is gonna impact any of the people, the lives, the Torah, he is reminded, literally by lighting up on his chest, of the impact that his decision will make. They're on his heart, they spark his memory, and any moment he gets distracted or forgets what's holy, what is at the center, his heart lights up and reminds him as a zikaron. Now between the Choshen Mishpat, the breastplate of decision and the the ephod, these epaulets here in the whole apron, there's a connection. There's a braided golden cord that's described as unbreakable, that connects, it's like a lifeline connecting from heart to shoulders and back again. So whatever is on his heart, he's going to carry it on his shoulders. He can't have one without the other. This week at Romamu, we've been wearing our breastplates and our ephodes strongly. With all of the pain, it's seemingly one moment after the other. First, we lost a member of our community, Brian Thompson's and then members of our community and staff lost members of their families. And then we heard from Rabbi Diane that her daughter, who had been in the emergency room, over a few weeks, had been diagnosed with a very serious uh, brain tumor and had to undergo a 10-hour operation this past Wednesday. In prayer circles, in song, we showed up, we listened to the light in our choshen mishpat, and we shouldered, we showed up, we lifted each other out of pain, and particularly the chesed committee this week was on it. And I came back from Nebraska, I had been live-streaming the, the service on Tuesday, and I felt so proud to be part of this community that has both an ephod, knows how to carry each other, the whole community, and knows how to feel. The Kabbalists understood lavouche, garb, or clothing, as not only about what it conceals beneath, but what it reveals about the soul inside. Not only about what it protects, but what it projects and symbolizes and aspires to. It's like a spiritual décolletage. So what values do you choose to place over your heart? Who do you place on your heart? And how many names can your heart hold before bursting? We get distracted so easily in every moment. So what would be on your breastplate? What would you hold right here in a locket to continually remind you? What do you hold here? And what do you hold here? We need to wear our hearts not on our sleeves, but on our shoulders. The Mei HaShiloach, the Ishvitzer Rabbi, gave a teaching that I, I learned from Rabbi Jill Hammer and from Rabbi David. He teaches that in the prayer of Ahava Rabba, the prayer that we recite in the morning right before the Shema. As we say, la la Give in our hearts to understand, to know, to study, to teach, to guard, and to act all of the words of your Torah with love. He says that within each of these actions that's listed here, it corresponds to a garment of the high priest. Did that make sense? Okay. So that each, there are eight items of clothing that make up this uniform, and that this prayer, that each one of these actions that we are praying for in our hearts to live out in the world as, as listeners, as those who people who understand, as people who can learn and teach and guard and, and also act, that within each one of these it corresponds to part of the, the, the outfit of the high priest. We clothe ourselves in these actions, and we wear them out in the world with as much intention as the high priests. Each one of us, when we pray, we are garbing ourselves as high priests. And for those of us who say, well, you know, prayer isn't really my thing. I like to sing, but I'm not so into praying. Try it on for size. It's a garment. (laughs) You know, this is, you can put it on. If it doesn't fit, you can try another one. So I want to pray tonight for all of us to plug in to that Choshen Mishpat, to that knowing, to that heart, to knowing exactly what we place over on our heart. And I pray that just as we showed up this week, in the weeks to come, that we keep the connection between our heart and our shoulders, we keep up the heavy lifting, that we show up for each other, that we pray with song, with feet, with all we have, just as... Just as Betty Judson, Aleha Shalom, as she transformed the worlds of all of her children. May it be so.